Hey, what's up, guys? It is Salab back again for another episode of the Second Opinion Podcast, episode 244. Joined by my partner in crime, Bolts. What's up, man? How you doing? What's up, dog? He's <laughs> <laughs> over there like, doing facial gestures. I'm like, what the fuck is going what's on going right on? now? What is happening to our family? I will keep you safe. If you follow me, you will live. Fucking Dutch, you piece of shit. We're going to get into that a little bit later. but um, So, it is 2019. It's January 4th, 2019. We're back uh, with a new season of the Second Opinion Podcast. There's a lot of other podcasts that I've noticed that will like, start over on their numbers. Like season one. We ain't doing two, that. Season, hell no, we're not doing that. I've been trying to work really hard of getting our numbers back up and getting more podcasts out there for you guys. So... Um, Bolts is wearing a pair of sunglasses right now that I haven't worn since 2011. Hey, you know what? Let me tell you something. Stevie Wonder <laughs> pays $25,000 in a month in child support for kids he's never seen. So shades inside I can wear. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize about that joke, everybody. Oh, my God. You are ridiculous, bro. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh, that's a good times roll. That's a good times roll. Anyways, all right. So, bolts. What have you been drinking and what have you been gaming? What has bolts been drinking? Um, a whole lot of not much this uh this this past week. Um, <sighs> I've had some milk. It's <laughs> <laughs> like does the party good, right? You haven't realized. <laughs> no, um, I've been drinking much of anything really over the past week. Um, the gaming has taken a step back because um, I have finished Assassin's Creed. Um, I've had family down, so I haven't been really much into the gaming um, side of things. Th- yeah, exactly. So, um, but uh, I will be giving Assassin's Creed to my son, um, and I should be getting Red Dead. Now, I'm 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 not sure if I really want to play it or start it. Just get into. I'm it. just I I just don't know if I want to because. I know that in January and February we got some shit coming, and I just don't know if I want to get involved in the Red Dead. Kingdom Hearts Three is coming, shit like that. So, so I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm kind of at a reserve moment at this time. So, um, and of course, Legends. <laughs> yeah, of course. All right. Well, uh, drinking wise, my boy Bolts brought me uh, some Bang Energy. Yeah, that's exactly what it says. <laughs> I've been drinking. Um, couple energy drinks this morning to keep myself going um gaming wise oh my god man i've really been heavily like really really getting into red dead redemption 2 um i have been um i've been constantly constantly playing it it uh it's it's not a labor of love let me say it like that i'm not gonna say that it's a labor of love it's just there's so much story and I'm really trying to knock it out as quick as possible so I can move on to like Assassin's Creed uh, because I've really been kind of jonesing for for the, my Cassandra experience but um, there's just a lot going on in in Red Dead and it is a super super emotional game uh, it is constantly over and over and over again there's stupid shit happening not in a bad way of like Oh, that's fucking dumb. But like you're <laughs> what I'm getting at is like the decisions that your gang makes. 
that leads up to the 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 situation in Red Dead Redemption One. Now, this is not a spoiler. I'm not going to say anything about the actual story. But if you ever played Red Dead Redemption One, you know Dutch is just a fucking douchebag asshole that totally screws over people and has a gift of a silver tongue. But basically, he slowly but surely, (laughs) slowly but surely, (laughs) he starts losing his mind and doing just some stupid, crazy shit. So I kind of forgot how much of an asshole Dutch was until I went back and. I was like, man, I, I I haven't played through Red Dead Redemption One in some time, so I went back and watched some of the end scenes to where you face off against Dutch, and I'm like, okay, now I remember. Like they're polar opposites, you know, especially at the beginning of the game because you kind of like Dutch, um, but then you find out that he's just a he, he is he's just a piece of shit, and some crazy ass stuff has happened. Uh, throughout this game, and I'm telling you, it is an emotional train wreck. I mean, it is like, if there's not one thing after another, Arthur's constantly trying to keep everybody happy and do this and do this and do this, and it's just, I mean, it is literally over and over and over again. Every time he makes good leeway, somebody fucks up with something, and Arthur gets put in a really bad position. So, he, uh, you know, I'm at the point in the game now that I think I'm at like 67% through the story and man, it's a lot. It is a lot. So I'm kind of at the point now that I'm not going to be doing any side missions. I'm not going to be, uh, originally I was taking a lot of time of like doing all the side quests. And if I heard somebody yell and be like, Hey, mister, help me. I would run out there and help them. I'm kind of at the point now that I don't have time for it. I want to just get through the story through the through the meat, so I can really figure out what happens, um, because uh, I'm I'm really close uh, to getting to the end of the game. But I've been playing that. I've also uh, been playing a little bit of um, playing a little bit of Soul Calibur um, and playing some Dragon Ball Fighters with my brother. I've been kind of kind of going back through and training on it because my brother beat me, and I was like, oh hell no. That's not going to work. <laughs> so Big Bubby whooped that little Bubby's butt. Yeah, it's not going to happen anymore. You hear me, brocha? Get ready. I don't care if you're coaching or what's going on. It's time to die. So anyways, um, but today we got a pretty special episode for you. We're going to be talking about all different types of stuff. Um, now, on the last episode, we talked about some of the biggest games coming um, uh, in quarter one of 2019. Now, there's only a few games that are just like really big titles that are coming. Not really. It's kind of still, it's like in the middle of quarter one to quarter two of 2019. Um, so this is going to stretch from like April to August. And these are the games that are confirmed with release dates at this time. There's Mortal Kombat 11, Days Gone, Dauntless, Rage 2, Team Sonic Racing, Crash Team Racing, Nitro Fueled, and Shinmu 3. Um, so, Bolts. Caleb. Any game on this list that you are excited for? Um, you know, it's funny. You put, you, you put the biggest games from Q2 in 2019. You know, I, I, Rage 2, absolutely. Um, and then, and then I'll throw, you know, Mortal Kombat 11 in there because Mortal Kombat is Mortal Kombat. You never, never, ever go wrong. What about Days Gone? Um, 
if, if if I have a PS4 by then, then yeah, I'll be excited. Yeah, I, but I, I don't have one right now, so I'm not really too concerned about it. You know what's weird though is like you know there's a lot of these games that are being supposedly said they're releasing in 2019. We don't have the exact release date for it, right? Yet. So um, I know like Doom and all these other games will eventually get their release date, and they they've got to be coming out in 2019. I mean, I would be super surprised if they didn't. Oh, especially with the showing of um, at QuakeCon this past year, that, that, that they had they had a lot of stuff to show us. Yeah. So if it doesn't come out to nineteen, it'll be it'll be surprising. It'll be a holiday holiday release. Yeah. So, um, but I am excited for Mortal Kombat Eleven. Um, comes out April twenty third. I am super super excited for that game. Uh, not just for the fact of like all the new characters being announced. And uh, so on and so forth. There's there's a, a rumors that Spawn is finally going to be in a Mortal Kombat game. Um, there's other rumors as well that more additional characters will be in there. I just hope if if I can hope anything, I hope that they. I don't want to see any DC characters in this game. I don't. I, I would love to see DC characters as long as I can rip Superman's spine out of his yeah. ass. But, you know, we've seen that. Like, with Injustice and Mortal Kombat, it's kind of like a back and forth. Like, oh, let's put that. Okay, no. Don't do it on this way. Let's have, if anything, let's have the most Mortal Kombat characters to be in a game in quite some time. I, that, a huge list of characters. Well, we'll see. We'll see. They, this, you know, this is what I was saying whenever we, they announced it at the Video Game Awards. I said, I said this is a chance for this for Mortal Kombat to do something huge, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. It's you know, you got you got, you know, Super Smash Brothers over here that has 74 characters and that's on the Switch. Yeah. You know, come on, bro. I mean, these the disc that they create these year these days are can hold amounts of huge information. Yeah, I agree. So, yes, they're going to have to do something. They need to do something big. I'm talking like, you know, 50 characters, 30, 60 character list. And if you want to throw special characters in there, make it worth our while. Like, for yeah. instance, Spawn. You know, I, even if you wanted to go, like, say so you did, you said DC, let's go to Marvel. Put Deadpool in that bad boy. Yeah. You know, something like that. Um, but, yes, it's 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 really itching for something good. It I really agree. is. I do. Um, so, it's just, uh, you know, it's a crazy thing. I think it's going to be a fantastic game, of course. But then I'm excited for Days Gone. I'm excited for Rage 2, of course. Uh, I'm super excited for Rage 2. I think it's going to be uh, one of the best games id Software has come out with in some time. I mean, how could you, like, you, you sit there and think of, like, a perfect meshing of, like, studios and gameplay styles. You go from a company that makes something like Doom, uh, Doom and Doom Eternal and, you know, Quake and all these other games... And then you go to a company like Avalanche, who totally shocked me with with Just Cause Four, um, which I gave a, like a four point six out of five, and I think it's one of my favorite games. Two thousand eighteen was very fun, very open. So I know that this game is going to be a very huge open world first person experience like none other. Uh, Bolts played uh, some of the gameplay at QuakeCon. He thought it was great. Um, I think it's very quick, fast-paced gameplay that we've seen in, in games like Doom, but you also have that big open world, and I hope that it really sticks to that because I think it can really fill in what Fallout 76 emptied out. Right, and and, and let me tell you something, and and I, I'm going to compare this game to one of my one of one of my, if not one of my top first-person shooters of all time, Borderlands, and that's Borderlands 2. 
the 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 fast pace the the over the top you know just huge explosions here and this you know and and the story will only tell how far this this game will go because the story yeah. of Borderlands is fucking huge for what it is yeah and it's an it's an amazing story but rage will, will rage will will put that aspect into the gaming world again and it's going to be awesome i think it's going to be awesome as well and I cannot wait to see what they do with this game. So, uh, moving on from that, we're going to take uh, just a, kind of a quick break. And whenever we come back, we're going to talk about Bethesda, Half-Life, Infinity Ward, and Soldier Boy. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to the Second Opinion Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Second Opinion Productions. Gaming is our passion. Podcasting is our profession. Check us out at Cineleaks.com. So as I said, we're going to talk about all different types of topics today. And I hope you guys are ready to hear some weird news for 2019. So first and foremost, Bethesda settles its Westworld mobile game lawsuit against Warner Brothers. Originally, this uh, lawsuit was brought up uh, that the fact that they were using the same code uh, that was used for Fallout Shelter to build the Westworld game. Bethesda had hired... Uh, behavior to do some work on Fallout Shelter and was surprised to find many matching elements in design, gameplay, art, and much more. Claiming the copyright infringement and misappropriation of its IP, the company even used bugs in Westworld to illustrate how both it and Fallout Shelter are using the same code, which Bethesda believes is its property. Now Bethesda has announced that both parties settled for an undisclosed sum. In fact, both agreed to settle in November of last year, according to a court filing, and the matter was resolved December 12th. The Westworld game remains available for download. So probably what happened is, I guess Bethesda came to them and said, listen, y'all use some some of our code for this game. Uh, behavior did work on Fallout Shelters, and they were like, hey, let's capitalize on this for Warner Brother Games. Warner Brother Games probably didn't realize that behavior was using that code. Um, but as they came to them and said, listen, this is what happened. You know you used our code. We're going to take you to court about it. They went to court. They realized that they did it, and they said they probably came up with some deal of like, you pay us this, and you also, any, any type of in-game currency that you use you have to give us a certain percentage of it you think that's about right yeah yeah de- de- definitely a little small settlement was involved in yeah. all that jazz so yeah, yeah absolutely. so and i actually kind of liked the westworld game i thought it was somewhat fun but like whenever i started playing it i was playing it for about 15 20 minutes i was like shit this is like fallout shelter i mean this is really like fallout shelter uh and then i think about a week after that that's whenever bethesda came out with claims that they had used their code and i was like ha. <laughs> That makes sense. <laughs> so eventually I kind of just stopped playing. It's the same thing with Shelter. Uh, you really have to invest a lot of time and effort into those games. It's not that I didn't want to. It's just there was other games that I really wanted to invest my time into. So um, 
Now, next up is a pretty cool thing. Gabe Newell has confirmed that Half-Life 2 and Portal co-writer Eric Walpole has returned to Valve. Uh, Eric left the company in February 2017 along with several other writers, including Mark Laylaud and Jay Pinkerton. Pinkerton also returned to Valve around July of last year. So this is uh, somewhat of a big thing for uh, Half-Life fans. Now, this could not really mean anything, but the fact that all these writers, that three big writers have returned to the company and that Gabe Newell himself has confirmed before that the company will eventually be making more video games is a pretty big thing. What do you think, Bolts? Um, I know for a fact that all Half-Life fans went, little dingy went <laughs> rolling up and like this. Yeah. Um. You know, I, good thing he came back. Um, maybe this is the start of things that will never come. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is, of course, you know, the next Half-Life game. But we can all pray, hope, and wish. So, I mean, you know, welcome back, bro. Yeah. In 2017, Half-Life lead writer uh, Mark Laidlaw posted his version of the script of Episode 3, killing any hopes people had left of a sequel coming. Um, now, all this news that we are talking about today, or at least some of it, is um, sourced from VG247. So big shout outs to the crew over there. Uh, but the crazy thing is that these guys are back in employment. Now, I really do think, me personally, we have wanted another Half-Life for quite some time. Mm -hmm. um, but in my personal opinion, I think Half-Life just needs to die. It's like, you know, it's been too long. I don't want to see it brought back the way Duke Nukem was brought back, you know, of it just being kind of like, oh, well, it's been in development for a while. Here it is. Yeah. Half-Life. And yeah, you're like, but, uh, but, but, bro, I mean, for real, like, if they're going to do that, just relaunch it. Well, like, that's, well that's what they would have to, I, and I agree, I have, that's what yeah. they would have to do. But, you know, if, if we're going to talk about, you know, not bringing games back, then quit making remasters. Yeah, I, I mean, but I'm look, just... no, 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 listen, listen, remasters, I think remasters are one thing, because you're remastering a version of the game, literally, that is, is, you know, you're, you're saying, hey, this is a remaster of the original title, but what I'm getting at in this aspect is, I think that if Half-Life comes back, I think it's probably best to to maybe remaster Half-Life 1 and Half-Life 2 for these new consoles and then say Half-Life 3 comes out. Because if they don't do that, then Half-Life just needs to either die or if it's brought back, it needs to be brought back as a new version of Half-Life. You know, because they did that with Prey and I thought, you know, what this is Bethesda that I'm talking about now, but I thought the relaunch of Prey was good. I thought that it did have its flaws technically, but I thought Prey was still pretty cool that they relaunched it and completely redid it. Because originally when Prey was supposed to be coming out, I remember when I saw some of the things that were uh, being shown at um, PAX 2011, Prey was supposed to be like this interstellar space shooter, you know, like it originally was. Um, but then they scrapped all of that and were like, we want to completely start over with Prey. So... Um, I think that they can take that approach and say, you know, we'll still keep a lot of the things that were great about Half-Life, but maybe redo it. Because there are rumors that Half-Life VR is possibly being made for for Steam. Ugh. But 
<laughs> I, I hate VR. I think it's so stupid. <laughs> it'll be around for a bit, I think. I think eventually it's going to be a merger. I don't think that it'll be VR. It's going to be more augmented games than anything. Yeah. So. <laughs> Well, it's, to me, it's 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 a fad. Look, okay, it, it goes back to okay, video games. Video games is basic as they come. Yeah, you got PC, you have console. Okay, people people play PC with a keyboard and a mouse. People yeah. play console with a fucking controller. Okay, VR is nothing. Yeah, it's just like whenever the Wii and all that shit came out with all the motion shit that faded quickly. It faded fast. Yeah, you know, it hit the market with the boom, boom, boom. And then it was gone with it like a fart in the wind. Yeah. That's exactly what the fuck VR is. I mean, it's the truth. I agree. I agree with you. Um, next up, Bethesda patents or trademarks Deathloop. Um, actually, Zenimax did the trademark for this back in December, uh, the 26th of December to be exact. Uh, the trademark was filed mainly under general mobile games and services and online enabled mobile software. So we are looking at uh, possibly a maybe a new mobile title or something like that. Uh, what do you think that they could possibly be working on right now, Bulls? <sighs> Some new type of. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it does seem like something it's very vague. It is vague. It is vague. And it, it does seem definitely like something maybe in the mobile yeah. mobile stance. So it's just a weird thing, man. I mean, I, I think. I think we're going to see over time, I think we're going to see more and more companies coming out with these mobile titles um, on a more consistent basis because I think eventually all that is going to be all meshed together. You know, like me and Bolts talked about before that eventually I think a lot of these, you know, cell phones and whatever are going to have technology good enough on there to have like console quality video games. Um, But... You know, is it right for every company to kind of get into that market? You know what I'm saying? Um, I think it is. Um, as much as I hate go- get mobile gaming. Uh-huh. Um, and then let me tell you something. When I say mobile gaming, like the Nintendo DS and the PlayStation Vita, that's totally different in, in my opinion. Yes, yeah. it's a handheld and all that jazz. But they make games you know, that you have to purchase and play and so on and so forth. Mobile gaming, as far as the phones goes, what kills me about mobile gaming is that it forces these people to go out and buy these extremely expensive phones, expensive ass phones to play just some of the some of the most basic, you know, you know, for instance, you know, Elder Scrolls Legends. You know, I I have a Samsung uh, Galaxy Halo Prime, whatever the fuck you want, from Cricket. It's a hundred and fifty dollar phone, and when I play Legends, it struggles on that phone. And if I want to play Legends to the full potential, I got to go spend eight hundred to a thousand dollars on a phone just to play this shit to me that's just wasting my goddamn money you know so well th- that's the only aspect i hate about mobile game because it forces you to purchase something that you really don't need you don't need a thousand dollar phone you know unless you want to play games and shit like that now as far as everything else goes mobile gaming is 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 a must companies have to go branch out into it because like i said before on the podcast a hundred percent of people have their phone in their hands ninety-nine percent of the time. Yeah. So, as a company, that's something you have to take advantage of, regardless mm-hmm. of what's going on. I agree, so. man. I totally agree, and I I think that I think it's just a weird gray area. You know, it's just like um, you know how it was back in the day with 
when when main companies were doing arcade games and moving into consoles. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, um, I don't think that people should be hated on for being mobile gamers. No, I mean my wife not. is like a huge mobile gamer, and I've been playing PUBG on my phone recently, like a ton. Um, but you know, if you have the money to to go and get some of these big smartphones that can hold up and do some of these video games and cool, awesome, do it, fantastic. I'm I'm glad that gaming has come to the point of being. Uh, being translated into different mobile devices as well. So, and Xbox is one of those companies that wants their like you know they want the Xbox Game Pass and a bunch of other Xbox experiences on mobile platforms. And 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 that's a good thing because like I said, these these eight hundred to fifteen hundred dollar phone can handle some of the old school Xbox games and possibly even some of the three sixty games yeah. with, without breaking a sweat. Yeah, you know, I agree. So yeah, I, I don't mind that at all. I just it, it just forces you to purchase use buy more shit, and it's just yeah. it, that's the part that irritates the fuck yeah. out of me. Um. So next up, Infinity Ward has been teasing a two thousand nineteen Call of Duty. And it's reportedly not Ghost 2. Ashton Williams, Senior uh, Communications Manager at Infinity War, has been posting unusual number of images featuring skulls and ghosts. Most of them are black and white, and it's it's clear that they're not normal images for her personal account. Now, this is an article shared by VG247, so shout-outs to them again. Um, But it's basically been GIF images of, uh, you know, skulls, and ghosts and all this other stuff. So main amount of Call of Duty fans were like, oh my God, it's a sequel to Ghost. Oh my God. Which Ghost was not a good game. I don't care what anyone says. There's some friends of mine that are like, oh, Ghost was my favorite Call of Duty. No, it was horrible. It was horrible, bro. Plain and simple. The story was lackluster. The multiplayer was lackluster. Overall, trans uh, like the transition from PS3 to PS4, or Xbox 360 to Xbox One, um, the the new gen or next gen versions of the game were were not good were not good so um it was a really bad port i did not like it at all but it is being said that according to jason shriver from kotaku um he is saying that this is not ghost 2 that this will possibly be a modern warfare prequel um and it is said that um Basically, that this could be a prequel story for Simon Riley, aka Ghost. Nice. So, uh, which Ghost was one of the <clears throat> the big fan fave characters of Call of Duty, especially in the Modern Warfare, um, in the Modern Warfare uh, universe. Basically. Universe. Um, and I loved Ghost. Uh, so seeing Ghost die in Modern Warfare Two was horrible. <laughs> so so sad. Um, but, uh, what do you, what do you think, Bulls? <clears throat> Here we go. Uh, no, I just really <laughs> just had to clear my throat. Um, Infinity Ward, Call of Duty. Um, you know, it's just, it's the same shit, <laughs> different story. I ain't nothing too impressed about it. Um, c- come out, do your thing. Um, if you want to, you know, do the prequel story of Ghost, you'll have a, a shit ton of people intrigued. Um, you'll have a shit ton of people buy your game. Just hopefully it's not shit. But please don't bring out a game like Infinite Warfare. So Infinite good. Infinite Warfare was horrible. So good. 
You liked it? It was great, You're man. You're fucking listen, nuts, dude. You know I'm playing. Oh, bro. bro. <laughs> I was about to get... I was like, step it, Joel, into an argument. I, bro, I hated Infinite Warfare. I hated... The zombie mode was trash. The multiplayer was garbage. And the story was super lackluster. Now, I know two people right now that loved it. Uh, a friend of mine here in town and the DCD, Robert Workman. He really liked the story. He thought it was good. I thought visually it looked great, but I did not like that game in the least. No, no, it was awful. So, I don't know. We'll have to see what happened. Um, okay, so this next <laughs> this next story, man. Soldier Boy pulls down the Soldier Game emulators off the market because he didn't have a choice. So the Soldier Boy is no longer selling his emulators. The rapper announced last week that he had to pull the Soldier Boy or the Soldier Game emulator off his official website. Also, the website is now redirecting to Nintendo's official Nintendo 3DS listing. Everyone uh, is this is this is let me say it like this to cut it down um, to brass taxes. Everyone knew this shit was going to happen. I don't know what the fuck was up with him at all. Like, he was like, you know, whenever all this shit was happening, um, he was talking tons of shit on Twitter. He posted on Twitter and said, for anyone that thinks Nintendo is going to sue me, you're retarded. Nothing is going to happen. Everything is legit. My console isn't going anywhere for some time. Trust me. And then he got to the point of saying very disgusting slurs. Uh, and calling people all different types of names that were calling him out and saying, listen, man, this is it's, it's telling you it's not going to be good. He's a fucking chode, man. He's an idiot, bro. I mean, it's. I wish he would have just listened because there was a... Actually, there were some of the people that were just messaging him on Twitter and saying, listen, dude, it's not going to be good for you if you don't take it out. And he was like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Nerd ass, you know, whatever. <laughs> right, right. And, it, it really, it was really bad on his character, bro. It looked really, really bad. So then he posted December 29th and said, I had to boss up. I didn't have a choice. Yeah, you didn't have a choice because as said before, this was going to happen to you and you didn't want to listen at all. So it, it, it's, it's like this, man. Most of these websites that do emulators and all this stuff, almost all of them are always free. Yep. Um, now there are some that make you pay a membership fee, but then you can download the games for free. But if you get to the point of selling consoles um, that have, especially that have games on those that are officially licensed games, then you should know that it's illegal. Exactly. You know. So no, and that's the truth, y'all. That's the truth. So it was a ridiculous console, anyways. There was already a ton of different versions of it out, but that one was an officially licensed Soldier Boy version of it, which didn't make sense to me at all. But it had, it says on there, previously reported the Soldier game system offered uh, Switch, 3DS, Vita, Neo Geo, Game Boy Color, Game Boy, and Game Boy Advance games. Came up to a total of 3,000 games built into the system. Um, depending on the version that you bought, but it was just, it was so, it was so ridiculous, dude. It really was. I mean, to, to come out with it and have all these games, I mean, especially switch titles, Yep. you know, emulated on there. It's obviously illegal. 
I mean, just come on, bro. I, it's like, I don't understand. You should have used your better judgment, plain and simple. So, very ridiculous. But moving on to greater things. Some really good news right here. My boy, Jack Black, now has the fastest growing YouTube gaming channel in history. <laughs> Jack Black released a very brief video December 21st. And he said the name of the channel was Jablinski. And he's, he said, <laughs> he said, Jablinski is going to be bigger than Ninja. It's going to be bigger than PewDiePie. Get ready for it. And uh, it was literally a super brief video of him extending his legs in a DX racer chair. Um, the video had a total of, uh, I think it's channel actually has had 7.5 million views already. Um, and now he has 2 million, uh, 2 million subscribers. I'm so ready to see video content. dude. I'm so ready. And I mean, he's literally, he's done like a couple of videos and it's been super quick videos, but, um, I don't know, bro. I know you're excited about it, right? Like you, Who the fuck are you kidding? Hell yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. He's gonna look, look. Let me tell you something. I am the world's most person against all watching everybody play video games. But okay. this is different. This is different. This is, okay, <laughs> this look. is fucking Jack. Black. This is Jack Black. Jack Black is one of the the, the greatest minds of entertainment ever. Yeah. Okay, he's hilarious. And and anything he does, whether it's a movie, whether it's music or whatever. Um, I am there front row and center. Him mm. with this gaming channel, I will be front row and center. Um, so, man, let's go. Bring yeah. it on, man. Yeah, I'm it's ready. Be awesome, dude. It's gonna be so so awesome. And I know this is a this is a little bit of older news, but it's still it's just I think it's really gonna be hilarious. I think the content that he makes is gonna be really fun. So if you haven't had a chance, head on over to Jablinski Games. You can just go to YouTube, put in Jablinski Games. Uh, it's pretty fucking hilarious. I'll be I'll be getting his, his brother show. on there every now and then. Yes, because be them amazing. two are so awesome oh, yeah, together. Yeah. Um, so next up, from software is working on two unannounced projects as of right now. So there is uh, uh, Sekiro, uh, which is already coming out. I know you're excited about That's that. That's my game. Bro. But what do you think these next two games are going to be? Titles that are unannounced. For like what release date? No, just like in general. What do you think that they're going to be? Like there, there is no no word on what games they will be. Do you think it's going to be another Dark Souls? Do you think it's going to be? Oh, I'll first and foremost tell you, E three will, will will have the first title of Fable four. What? You 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 said the next release game, right? Without... From 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 software. So I don't give a <laughs> shit who it's from. Fucker, it's gonna be Fable Four. I know, but I listen, you. what I'm getting at is, <laughs> I don't give a fuck who it is. <laughs> listen to me, bro. Listen. No, listen. From Software has two unannounced titles. I don't give a shit. That's what I'm talking about. I'm giving you. You're excited for Sekiro. Yeah. Okay. So, what games do matter. you think is gonna come out? Do you think it's gonna be another Bloodborne? No, it, it's got to be something on those lines. It really does because people. They've, you know they've done remastered all three of them for the next for the yeah. next one, so they've uh -huh. got to come out with another one. It's got to be bigger, better, and badder. 
Um, so yes, it'll be something on those lines. So there is Securo, and then there's also Code Vein, which is Code Vein. Out. I've seen some pretty good stuff about. It's man. pretty crazy. It's like vampires, yeah, uh, anime style vampire Dark Souls game. They're basically, yeah. Uh, um, I've seen some really good things about that, but yes, I I see in the very near future. Um, I think it'll probably be. I think it could be Bloodborne before Dark Souls because they've yeah. they've already made a shit ton of Dark Souls. They've made what one Bloodborne. Yeah. So, um, I can and, see them continuing that story somehow, some way, somehow. Yeah. Um, but yes, it'll be something like that. Because I would love to see another Bloodborne game, even though I didn't finish Bloodborne. I think the it had a very unique art style and presentation. Dude, Bloodborne was ridiculously hard. Uh huh. It was really hard. Um. So. I don't know. It'd probably be something like that. I would actually kind of like to see something different from from software, though. Outside of the regular style of like, you know, really hard based games, I would love to see some type of like story driven game from them. No, I, I absolutely understand that, so, man. Um, anyways, which most of their games do have a a basis of a, a pretty good story, but still, I would just like to see something a little different. It would be, I think, it would be fantastic. So. Um, all right, so uh, there's some pretty awesome games coming to Xbox Game Pass. Um, it's going to be Ark Survival Evolved, uh, also getting Farming Simulator 2017, uh, Strange uh, Life is Strange, the complete... Oh, okay, this is all the January titles. It's actually Life is Strange 1, uh, Life is Strange Before the Storm, Life is Strange 2 Part 1, Farming Simulator 2017, Absolver, Just Cause 3, and Aftercharge. That's a pretty big list of games, dude. Um, now, uh, Life is Strange Part 1, the DLC for Part 1, and Part 2 should be available as of now. Uh, Ark Survival Evolved and Farming Simulator should be available as well. Uh, and, and, and let me tell you something. If you've never played any Farming Simulator games, they're addictively fun. I know. I know. You're looking at me like I got, <laughs> like I got six eyeballs, but you know back. You're on being the, serious, right? Uh, now? No, seriously, I heard that back, back in the day. Whenever they were when the Sims was ready for was first coming to light, yeah, they had they had a game called Sims Farm, all right. And before anything else, it was Sims Farm. You go in there, you you you, you build a farm, you, uh, you plant corn, rice, and all kinds yeah. of stuff, and it was addictively fun. Well, it probably is addictive. I remember what you remember whenever Farmville came out on Facebook. Yes, right and at, everybody and everybody. Oh my uncle. god! Was like, oh my god, I'm have you checked my farm out? Look, I have grapes. <laughs> that is one thing I miss: the original like Sim City. Oh, oh yeah, Sim City was so good back in the day. It was. Um, so other big news. All right. So with the unsuccessful launch of Fallout 76. Told is, you so. <laughs> it is. <laughs> What's wrong there? <laughs> Cat got your tongue. It is rumored that Bethesda, Bethesda got your paycheck. Uh, yes. <laughs> it is rumored that Bethesda um, and Zenimax have decided to possibly push up the release of Elder Scrolls 6. There is a rumor being stated that Elder Scrolls 6 could be releasing in 2019. I don't know what to say about this. Um, I, I would say. actually really like it to not come out. Uh, I would like for them to wait because Bethesda as a whole has two big-ass games coming out in 2019, uh, which are Doom Eternal and Rage 2. Um I would really like for them to wait. 
I don't care about you know how bad the release of Fallout 76 was. Doom Eternal and Rage 2 are going to make up for that. They're going to be some of the best shooters uh, of 2019. And I don't think that it is. A, I don't think it's a really good idea to push up the like rush the launch of one of the biggest, most anticipated RPG titles of all time. You agree with me? Uh, let me tell you something. Elder Scrolls Six better not be released until 2020 or the latest 2021. The only oh, look, look, what, what, what? Elder Scrolls better 6. not, or they better, better not. Why? Release until 2020. Oh, they better not release it until, until 2020. I thought you were saying they better not Bro, release in 2020. No, no, they need to release it 2020, 2021 at the latest. On the new console. It, it can be on the new console. It can be on this console. But let me tell you something. At at, at, at E3, QuakeCon, wherever the fuck you were, all you got with Elder Scrolls was a fucking title. A title. that Elder Scrolls 6. And then the small little pan over some world. Okay? Bah, 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 and that's bah, it. Bah, bah. If, if that game was even remotely somewhat playable, we would have got something else besides just this panning view over the land. We would have, yeah, absolutely. I agree. So, so if if it's if if that's all we got during those two, you know, conferences and stuff like panel, all that jazz, then it, I, it, no, don't don't be rushing because you fucked up on seventy six. Yeah, that's not Please our don't. fault. I agree. So don't punish us because of your lack of of you know intelligence towards. I mean, now mind you, they've been probably working on Elder Scrolls six since Elder Scrolls five. Launched Very, in 2011. You, you are so right. But I have to agree with Bolts. And I know this is not always something that happens. But I have to agree with Bolts and say I would really like them to just wait. I don't want it released yet. Please, please take your time on it. If it came out and they were like, Elder Scrolls 6 come out in 2022. Cool. Awesome. That, that means that you have worked on this game for fucking, you know, 10, 11, 12 years, you know, of really getting the lore down, getting the new systems down, having it available on like PS4, Xbox One, PS5, Xbox Two, you know, whatever. I mean, having it available on all these consoles, getting good sales, getting good reviews. <clears throat> that's my big thing. I want this to be the best Elder Scrolls game to ever release. I would love for them to have an Elder Scrolls game that features all the all the islands you know have bro have morrowind have skyrim have all these i mean that would be giant that would be huge oh yeah because Mar morrowind alone is one of the biggest maps ever made yeah black marsh have um, all these islands in there that absolutely. would be gigantic absolutely and 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 that's the, and that's another thing you know bethesda if, if you want to rush out and and get and put this out there and so on and so forth you have to realize uh, as, as a gaming community we will be patient and wait for Sky for for the next Elder Scrolls because we want the next Elder Scrolls to be what it's supposed to be. You know, we're you know it's, some of, some people might get upset and be like, "Man, we need this." I don't care what, and, any, and then no. you can release the Spider Man suit from Tobey Maguire. Exactly. But who gives a fuck? <laughs> be patient, yeah, and deliver yeah. something that is great. I, grand. I super agree with you, bro. I mean, take your damn time, release it when it's supposed to be released. Don't speed it up because of don't speed it up because of poor sales because you you got to understand you you've got to understand and realize that Elder Scrolls 
will sell. Plain and simple. When Elder Scrolls Online first launched, there was that scare of, oh man, is this going to be a failure? But then, as it went along, it got updated and became a good game. And I think it's going to be the same situation with Fallout 76. They have a lot planned for 76 in the next you know, physical year. If they update it the right way, then it can be a good game. Um, but when you, you can't, I mean, I can't justify the game being good. I can't justify the game being a really good game when only a certain platform enjoys it. You know, the main amount of people that I have seen that really enjoy Fallout 76 have been people that are on PC. Console players have not had the same type of experience. So... And I hate that for Bethesda. I really do, man. But, you know, sometimes you fall, you get back up. And the time you get back up is when you release a game like Elder Scrolls Six. That is this huge, vast, fantastic game that everyone has been waiting to play. Exactly. And I will say this one thing. That's one thing about Elder Scrolls Six, where whatever it is... You better, and I hope and pray, you have drop in and drop out two player co op. Oh, that would be amazing. That would be that would be that would solidify because Skyrim was an amazing <sighs> drop in and drop out co op on that game. Would Are you awesome. absolutely kidding me? It would be great. It would have said it would have put it above. It would be amazing. <laughs> so that's the only thing I request from you, Mister and Mrs. Bethesda. Mister and Mrs. Bethesda, <laughs> please, Mister and Mrs. Bethesda, listen. Um, all right, so we're going to take a quick music minute break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what our video game resolutions for 2019 are, and we're also going to face off Xbox versus Sony exclusives. We'll be right back after this. So, as I said, we're going to talk about our video game resolutions for 2019. Now, when I say this, it's basically resolutions that we want or things that we want to do in gaming in 2019. So, I'm going to go first. My thing is to stop back backlogging video games. I'm really going to try. And the, the backlog that I have right now uh, mainly consists of... Assassin's Creed, um, Fallout 76, because I got through 
about 30 hours worth of the game and there's still side quests that I would like to go back but I need co-op partners to do that with uh, and also I want to severely severely tackle some of the DLC that is available for some of these games now the ones that are available now I have Lego DC super villains that I have to go through and also spider-man um, but I will say and I know this is blasphemy for any Sony fans out there. I deleted Spider-Man off of my console the other day uh, to make more room. But the main reason is because Fallout 76 <laughs> takes up so much space. And also Red Dead Redemption 2 takes up 103 gigabytes of space on my console. I will say this. While you're talking about you don't want to backlog your games, it's going to be hard for you. Because you do reviews for games. Yeah. and And whether... Um, I, I I hope you're able to dive into some of the games like like I can dive into a game. Yeah. You know, because when I play a game, you know, it's 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 basically one game at a time and I spend my life in that game and then I move on to something else. I True. hope you have a chance where you can experience more games. I hope so than, too. Than, than just you you I mean more more of a game than just more games. Yeah. Is what yeah. I'm what is I'm trying to say. And most people don't understand like you know, I've been really blessed with what I've been able to do this year of some of the review titles and stuff. But there was a there was a little time that there was a lot that I had to review in a short amount of time, um, and I did still enjoy my experiences. But you know, it was hard to kind of like sit down for like four hours, mm-hmm. you know, and do it whenever you have a full time job and you're a husband uh, and a father, and it's it's a lot. But at the same time, that's one of my resolutions too is to make more time to get content pumped out to you guys and that's just not with with reviews it also has to do with gaming videos i want to bring back grilling and chilling for you guys and that also has to do with gaming in 2019 because i want to bring it back in the way that we used to do it i've have you know a moment to where we review our little food and then we play some games and you know just have fun so um, I'm going to be trying some different stuff in 2019, but that also comes down to my reviews as a whole. I'm going to be doing the, you know, the written reviews, but I'm also going to be doing more video reviews, more video content, hopefully with my boy bolts. Um, and, uh, just changing some stuff. Now bolts, do you have any video game resolutions for 2019 video game resolutions? Um, I, the best I can say at this point um, looking at the lineup ahead that is that is before us uh, in 2019 is just like I was telling you know just like I was telling Caleb Ca- you know Caleb Caleb has so much on his docket that it's hard for him to dive into games and play the games. Yeah. Um, myself, I play a game and I spend 160 hours on it without breaking a sweat. So in that case, with the lineup that is headed to 2019, um, I will say I need to play more games. Um. And and it, and it's it's not it's not hard for me by all means because you know I work you know so early in the morning and I get off so early in the afternoon that I have the entire day ahead of me, so um, I'm going to try to dive into more into more games. I'm going to because because when like like for instance Red Dead you know I would love to dive into yeah. Red Dead yeah. and I'm gonna get it back from you know I let my son uh, borrow it and so he can play it and so on and so forth and I'm gonna get that game back but. I, I'm not going to be able to dive into it like I want to, you know? So, 
because because right incoming, I got Kingdom Hearts three coming out. Yeah, you know after that in February I've got some other stuff coming out. March I got stuff coming out. April I got stuff coming out. And and Red Dead was not one of those games I wanted to dive into, but it was something else because it came out when Assassin's Creed Camp was out. So sorry about your luck, Red Dead. But yes, gaming resolution for me is to definitely to try to play and dive into and get my hands on more more content. I guess you could say. Um, yeah. because I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I'm pretty one-minded when it comes to, it. it's just like when I eat food, I eat one section at a time and then I move on to the other section, you know, counterclockwise on my plate. That's what I do with video games. I'll pick a game and I'll play it Yeah. and I'll play it and I'll play it until I can beat it, dive into it. Um, all that jazz. So definitely as far as that aspect, play more, play more games, get more content so I can yeah. give you my, my opinion. Um, a lot more stuff. More more content coming for you guys. And I'm really going to try to re-up the, the Second Opinion YouTube page, too. And, and I will say this also. Um, when Income Tax comes, I will own a PS4. So whenever you need to and whenever we want to, we will dive into games together so you Co-op. can stream it, Twitch, and all that. Twitchy, Co-op. Twitch. Yes. Twitchy, Twitchy, Twitch. Twitch, Twitch. All right, so uh, moving on from that, Xbox versus Sony exclusives. Who will take the cake in 2019? So obviously, we don't know all the exclusives that are coming out for most of these companies. But we do know that Xbox has got some stuff in the work. And I think Sony is either just going to go with the, the, the main exclusives that are supposed to be coming out in 2019, or they got some other stuff in the work. So... We're going to start with Xbox. They have a good little chunk of uh, of games. They have Battletoads, Crackdown 3, Cuphead, The Delicious Last Course, Gears 5, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Session, which is a, a skate-style game, Tunic, which is the Fox version of Legend of Zelda, <laughs> Gears Pop, and Halo Infinite. So bolts, tell me what what games, what Xbox exclusives on this list at this point in time you think could take the cake for 2019, and get them a good review for an Xbox exclusive in this fiscal year. Um, the game to take the cake. Yeah, I think secretly it could be Ori and the Will of the Wisp. Secretly, yeah. Right? Even though you know it's an easy title. You know, side scrolling stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but you do have Gears Five and you have Halo Infinite. Um, how, where, and how they take those stories is really going to determine uh, if the Xbox exclusives are going are going to be worth the damn. Yeah. Because all because all, all these other exclusives are really, I mean, they're good. Do you not? Well, do you not think like Crackdown Three is going to be anything special? I, it will be, but it's it's not Gears Five and it's not Halo. What I mean, about it's not, Battletoads. Battletoads. Go, <laughs> well, Battletoads, bro, is something that that supposedly I guess Phil Spencer has been excited for for quite some time, and that Xbox is supposed to have been working on for quite some time as well. So the fact that it did get announced at E3 was a pretty big thing for for retro game fans. But at the same time, I don't know if it's something that will really sell consoles. And that's it's not it's not gonna sell. Yeah. Look, look, Battletoads was it, it's it's nothing. It's it's a Battletoads game. That's all it is, you know. When you have you have Crack, Crackdown Three, look, Crackdown Three is is a mainstay on the Xbox system. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
Um, or Ori and the Wisp. The, the first Ori was really good. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Gears alone speaks for itself. Halo alone speaks for itself. Yeah. You know, Battletoads is 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 just is, is a game that fans from from the past have just been wanting. You know, so I you think it, they've been holding on to the dream of getting another Battletoads for too long. To me, why are they making it? But that's just me. <laughs> that's me. This is not going to sell consoles. Well, I mean, why are they bringing out another Toe Jam and Earl game? Because Toe Jam and Earl were amazing. I but, know, but no, still, it, you know. No, stuff like that. Yeah, you know, games like that. You know, I, that that stuff doesn't drive me. Yeah. It's not going to drive. The, it's not going to drive console sales. Yeah. It's just going to be something for people to play that already have an Xbox. Yeah. That's so, all that is. Um, all right. So moving on from that, then we have you know the PlayStation exclusives. You have Days Gone, Last of Us Part Two, uh, Concrete Genie. Um, I would even throw in Dreams, which is going into a public beta. I would think that that's going to come out in 2019. Then you have Ghost of Toshima and Death Stranding, which is pretty much confirmed for 2019 because Mr. Kojima himself has been posting images of Death Stranding with a big 2019 on there. So I would really expect it probably to come out in like summer of 2019 um, or maybe the beginning of fall of 2019. Um, Concrete Genie is like an indie title. Um, I don't know if this is just their full list or what. I will say that I think most of the games that are on this list are pretty heavy hitters. Days Gone is something that a lot of fans uh, have been excited for. uh, That is going to be uh, a very visually stunning game by Ben Studios. Then you have Last of Us Part 2, which obviously, I mean, it just speaks for itself. Um, Is going to be a a visually stunning experience. Dreams is something very different. um, That is going to be a very creative game made by... Um, made by Media Molecules that uh, will have somewhat of the same aspect that Little Big Planet did, but in a completely different standard of just being able to really visually create something that that hasn't been done in gaming. Then you have Ghost of Toshima, um, which is by Sucker Punch, which uh, is looking to be just unbelievable. I mean, it's looking to be something really, really breathtaking. Um, and then you have Death Stranding, which is a Hideo Kojima game that nobody... It's a still, win right now, dude. Still knows what the fuck is going on with this game, but I think uh, with Kojima's with Kojima's past, it's hard to say this game is not going to be fantastic. So it's it's going to be. Let me say it like this: It's going to be a weird game, but you know when you really when you really get down to brass taxes, if you compare the heavy hitters. I would probably say you have to face off Crackdown 3, Gears 5, Session, and Halo Infinite um, with Days Gone, Last of Us Part 2, Ghost of Tsushima, and Death Stranding. It, and, I'll, and I'll say this, you know, as, as much as I'm an Xbox fanboy, because I'm, I'm, I'm a fanboy as they come, Yeah. Um, you, you, you will pretty much need to take all of my Xbox titles, and they would have to pair it up with The Last of Us Part 2. Yeah, to even stand a chance, and yeah. because Last of Us is, is 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 exactly what that is. It's it's an amazing game. Yeah. So you know the the Gears Four was what to, to me was kind of a was kind of a letdown. Mm. Um, I played it. Um, it's it's Gears Four was, was weird. It, it it was it's it was more it was more geared geared of course. <laughs> but, uh, excuse the pun. It was more geared towards the multiplayer, 
And yeah. because because the story itself was 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 about ten hours long, mm. if that, if that, and it was just there was nothing involved into it. Yes, well, yes, Phoenix's son, and then you 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 hook it back up with Marcus Phoenix. A lot of this and a lot of that, but there was just it was there was there was no guts to the game. There's nothing, in my opinion. There's no emotional tie to it. You know, when when when, when Dom dies, that's an emotional tie. When Dom finds his wife, that's an emotional tie. Shit like that is is what the gears has been missing. So yeah. unless unless they bring something back in Gears Five, whether Marcus Phoenix dies and his son is right there, that'll be an emotional tie. That, bro. that that'll be a big thing right there. Exactly. And, mm-hmm. and 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 going back to Halo, Halo, whatever the hell you decide to do, just do it and be done with it. Yeah. Because I it, think Halo Infinite, and I don't mean to interrupt. No, you're fine. Um, I know I do that a lot sometimes. You're like you do, uh, but. Uh, Halo Infinite, from what they're saying, is rumored to be an open world game. Um, I don't really know where they're going to take it, but if they're going in a new aspect and trying to reinvent the Halo series, then I think there's a very big possibility it could be a huge hit. A huge hit. Um, But then you move down into some of these other titles. I mean, Cuphead, we know, has its fan base. Cuphead will be a, a big game. But it's like what Bolt said. You know, you, you really can only compare Crackdown 3, Gears of War 5, Sessions, and Halo Infinite at this point in time. You know, Sessions is more of kind of like a, a sports-style game. Um, but, I mean, really, when you talk about... I mean, you could throw Ori in there, I guess. But you compare these games you know days gone's been worked on for some time last of us has been worked on some time ghost tsushima has been worked on some time death stranding has been worked on some time for hideo kojima and he has really poured his heart and soul into this game to try to make it the best possible experience for any gamer so these are some big ass fucking games that playstation has but at the same time what does playstation have after these games if all these games launch in 2019 Sony been working on all kinds of like secret ass shit for the past like three years to go up against some of these games that Xbox is going to crank out. I don't know, bro. That's the thing. It's like Xbox is going to crank some shit out in the next couple of years that it's going to be fucking huge. It's going to be huge. And I mean, I agree with bolts. I'm not the biggest Xbox fan, but if they come out with games that like if they just relaunch Fable and like instead of it being Fable 4 and it's like, hey, this is the new fable. It's set in the same universe, but it's like 4,000 years before or, you know, 100 years before the events of Fable 1 or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I don't really know. Um, but they come out and bring some shit out like that. Then they bring out they're like, oh, just to let you guys know, we've been working with Valve, too, and fucking Left 4 Dead is back again, you know, or. Uh, we've been working with some of these other titles and we're coming out with this. We're coming out with this big ass fucking story driven co-op games. Um, don't just don't bring out the same stuff that we've seen from Xbox when it comes down to trying to make something new. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because they tried to do that with gears Four and bring in new enemies and all that stuff. And, and I got to agree with bolts. I played it on his Xbox. And I was not like graphically, it's beautiful, it's gorgeous, but story wise, it just was not impressive. And it's it's hard to it's hard to do something like this because you have so many of these third party games that are just really big story driven titles like Red Dead Redemption Two. 
bro, they put so much shit into this game. It's fucking ridiculous. Then you have Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which completely, in my eyes, has revamped Assassin's Creed for me as a whole. I am a super fan now. Like, when I, when I really get some time to, like, get into the, the, the meat of this game, I can't wait, bro. I cannot wait to further explore the Assassin's Creed universe with this title. Um, even when you're cutting down to some of these other games, like, you know, you have like Mortal Kombat 11, which is not a game that you would originally think would have this big story, but NetherRealm Studios has been cranking these fucking titles out like Injustice and even Mortal Kombat 9. That was one of the first games to have this in-depth dynamic story. And now you're having 11 come out that is a connection to 9 and 10 on the story. And it's going to be great. I, I mean, I really do think that NetherRealm Studios is a dark horse uh, studio this year when it comes down to narrative. Uh, because Injustice 2 had a great story. I mean, really, really good story. And I think they're going to bring that same aspect into Mortal Kombat 11. But I have to agree with Bolts that... You know, when you when you face when you get some of these titles, you get five titles from Xbox or four titles from Xbox. You put it up against something like Last of Us Two. You know, it, it's like it's like getting you know dollar store bread and putting it up against like fresh made buttered artisan bread. You know what I'm saying? And, like and, it's and, the same thing, mm -hmm. but it's kind of hard not to think. Well, fuck, a Last of Us Two is a Last of Us Two. You know, artisan bread is artisan bread compared to this fucking pennied out <laughs> dollar store loaf. You know what I'm saying? And and, and that's the truth. I always I have mean, to make shit about fucking food. <laughs> fatty. No. <laughs> when, when when you got something that's, that, that is as great as Death Stranding and something that, that really looks like it's going to be really great in, in uh, excuse me, looks going to be great with Death Stranding, going to be great, which is going to be The Last of Us 2. You know, Gears, Gears 4 was lackluster. The last Halo, what the hell it was, Halo Five, I think it was, with the yeah. Guardians and stuff, that was lackluster. Um, Crackdown Two, it, it, it is what it is. That was on the the last time you played it was on the 360, unless you got Game Pass. Um, you know, Ori and the Wisps, it's it, it's a side scrolling, looks beautiful game, it's, but it's an indie game. You know, Tunic, a fox that is Zelda. I mean, that is Link. It's any game. You know, Cuphead, side scrolling. You know, the game. That's that's all you're offering as of right now, Xbox. You don't have much to stand on as we speak, and you're going to try to compete still with with Days Gone, with The Last of Us Two, with Death Stranding. It's just it's it's going to be really hard, really hard. It's going to be really hard. I agree. So, with that being said, I think that could finalize our episode, the first episode of the new year. Um, Bolts, you want to give some shout outs? Maybe, maybe not. Well, 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 well. Um, who deserves them? I guess you guys all deserve them, really. Everyone deserves shout-outs. Everybody who listens to the podcast, we love you. Thank you for an incredible uh, this past year. Um, start us on the right foot. Listen, plug us in. Yeah. Listen to our voice. Hear, hear me roar. You can't escape us. <laughs> No, seriously, shout out to all you folks, man. It's just, it's, it, it is where it is. It is what it is. It's a great another year. 2019 going to bring some good things to, to, to my boy Caleb, to me, to anybody else who wants to be, receive blessings. I will give those blessings to you. 
Um, I have that kind of power. Um, <laughs> but no, thank you very much. The Love every single on one right of you. In note, delete, delete, delete. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> this is the craziest <laughs> shout-outs I've ever heard in my life. So shout-outs to the Bolts. Shout-outs to my boy TJ, a.k.a. T. Spray Spray. Hopefully he's going to be able to come over a little bit more this year and get on the podcast with us again. Um, I also want to give some shout-outs to the Cinelinks crew for being amazing. we got some great content available now. Check out our most anticipated games of 2019 and our most anticipated movies of 2019. We also have an article up of our best games of 2018 and our best movies of 2018, our top five. Um, and I think soon we'll be... Uh, doing some Golden Paw Awards, uh, which are going to be our game awards from the 2018 year. Um, and soon you'll be seeing some content from your boy, Celeb. I'm going to be doing my top five most or top five best video game reveal trailers. Uh, I don't know how to. I of all time? To, yeah. Of all time. I know the first one. What? Bro, if it's not Dead Island, I don't know what is, bro. Uh, <laughs> Dude, I'm just saying. That trailer was amazing. That was amazing. It Sorry, was. Um, but uh, just shout-outs to all you guys. And I want to give special shout-outs. Special shout-out to my wife. Um, she is... We're, we're only about a month and a half away from our son, Dante Asher Gale being introduced into this world and i am so excited to meet you i can't wait until you get here uh i love you this could be years from now that you're listening to this dad could be gone by now whoever i don't know life is short we never know what's going on so but um it's something very special to me i can't wait to meet him man i really can't so anyways uh love you guys very much and i'll talk to you soon peace out peace